Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is DeAndre Nicolette. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, to my OG listeners, you already know the vibes. Okay. Hey, girl. Hey, hey, boy. Hey, what's popping? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of Your Fave. My loves, I can't believe it is that time of year again. It is time for the yearly recap. Now, I don't think I did this last year, but I remember doing it the year before. And what this episode is, or I think I split it up into two episodes and I probably will do that again this year. But I go through and I look at the top episodes of Manifest Daily for the entire year. Like the top, I think... This time I looked at the top 10 and some of the top 10 included some of the affirmation episodes, but I removed that from removed those rather from the list. And what I do is I create an episode where I just recap some of the things that I talked about in those top episodes and I kind of pick out really pivotal moments of those episodes and share those with you guys again here in snippets and I will obviously tell you what episode it is so you can go back and listen to that one because clearly it was a top one for the year which is so cool to see. So that is what we're doing today and I'm excited for this episode because it really for me shows me one what y'all are really resonating with like what kind of content y'all really like to hear two what's helpful what's valuable and then three for me it's just really a good reflection moment reflecting on this entire year thinking about how far you know I've come how far I've grown I'm already getting sentimental about it because when I tell y'all like Okay, do this exercise with me. Let's do this exercise. I know I've said this and I've talked about this on previous episodes before, but we're going to walk through it again, okay? We're going to do it again. Every single time I have this moment where I feel like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I haven't done that much in the year or I haven't accomplished that much, or maybe I set specific goals and I did not get anywhere close to those goals. And I will, I will sit here and I will be completely honest with y'all. The goals that I set for 2022 were really lofty goals and half of those goals I did not achieve. I did not achieve half of the goals I set out to achieve. However, I did get close. And I will say with also maybe like a good quarter of my goals, I changed my goals. So I remember setting out and saying, okay, I want to do this. I want to do this. And then halfway through the year, I always do this thing where I reevaluate. So I look at my goals and I say, okay, what are the goals I set in January? It's now June. And do I still resonate with those goals? Do I want to change them? Do I want to adapt them? Do I want to, you know, add new goals to the list, whatever the case is. But I think sometimes when you are looking at, you know, your year, when you're reflecting, when you're sitting down and saying, okay, what happened this year? What am I proud of? What do I want to change in the next year? What do I want to do next year? You know, how do I feel? What relationships did I really enjoy cultivating? What about the relationship with myself? Like you're asking yourself all of these like really good reflective questions sometimes you can feel like, wow, 
you know, I don't think I did that much. And that is completely normal. I think that, what is that saying? Like we, we overestimate what we can do in a year, but we underestimate what we can do in five years. And for me, when I, whenever I hear that quote, I always think about just like the bigger picture in life, right? Looking at the bigger picture. So what that looks like for me is like, I look at 2022 and yeah, I did like a lot of cool things in 2022 and it was a beautiful year and I definitely grew a lot as a person and I, you know, changed my perspective on a lot of different things. There are so many things coming into 2022 that I saw one way and now I see those things in, you know, whether it's a completely different light or at least like a little bit of a different light. So there is growth in that sense. But what I love to do and the exercise I want y'all to do is like, instead of just looking at your last year of growth, look at your last three years or look at your last five years and look at the way every single thing that you've learned or done in the previous year before, how you've built on that in the following year. So sometimes, you know, we might have a year where we feel like, oh, you know, this was slow and I didn't do that much and whatever. But what if that quote unquote slow year was when you changed your perspective on something or when you had a mindset shift that led you to making certain decisions in the following year that really impacted and completely changed your life? So if you hadn't had that mindset shift in that slow year, if you hadn't had that perspective shift, would you even have made the decisions that you did in the following year? So everything builds on itself, right? Everything really builds on itself. So that's why whenever I have the moments where I'm like, oh my God, well, you know, I set these goals and X, Y, and Z didn't happen. I have to ask myself, like, let's look at the bigger picture again overestimating what I could do in 2022 alone but very much so underestimating what I can do from 2020 and beyond because when I look at my life from 2020 to now we're heading into 2023 right so it's it's just wild the amount of things that have changed and I've like mentioned this on so many different episodes but for me even though it's my life and even though I'm experiencing it I literally have moments where I will sit there and like I'll even talk to like my mom about it talk to my friends about it and just feel like I can't believe that this is my life right now and it's such a, a powerful moment to sit in the gratitude of like what I'm experiencing yeah I have hard days yeah I'm frustrated you know sometimes like yeah certain things suck (laughs) that's just life but in the grand scheme of things I am so blessed and in the grand scheme of things when you look at your life from the last three years or the last five years when you look at it from that big picture perspective I guarantee you you will see just how blessed and highly favored you are you will see just how much you know the things that you didn't get the things that you didn't manifest the things that didn't happen the way you wanted it to how just because those things did not work out how they allowed for other things that were so much more aligned for you how they allowed for those things to happen instead so look at that bigger picture because I remember like when I was sitting, I I was sat right here, y'all. It's crazy. I'm sat at the same desk. I'm sat at the same little desk that I was sat at when I recorded this episode. Um, Oh my gosh, I feel like I got to go back and find a clip from it now. But it was the episode where I was talking about moving to New Jersey. Y'all remember that? I'm gonna see if I can find a clip and insert it because we gotta, you know what? Listen, we might not just be doing 2022 recap today, baby. We might have to go all the way back to 2020 because I really wanna highlight this. Cause like, I remember I was sat at this desk in 2020 
pandemic was happening, you know, and I, I think I had one episode where I was like, well, now I got to talk about this, right? Because it was like, it's not going away. It's only getting more and more serious. So like, I got to I gotta talk about this because now the world is like shut down. And I remember I sat at this desk and talking about, you know, how excited I still was to move to New Jersey to be with my partner at the time, how this was going to be such a pivotal moment in my life because I'd never, I'd never like moved out before. The only time I quote unquote moved out was to college. And y'all know I went to college in Boston. I was down the street. <laughs> I was down the street. Granted, I didn't come home like that. That's one thing about me. I, I was in Boston for college, but you would have thought I was in, in Texas still. Okay, girl, because I ain't never come home. <laughs> I think I came home for like when, when campus shut down and we had to come home as freshmen and uh, sophomores, like we had to leave for like winter and you know Thanksgiving break and stuff like that but like as soon as campus was reopened maybe I was on that train and I was headed right back to Boston University because I was like nah (laughs) I need to go but it's crazy because like I hadn't moved out before I hadn't you know been on my own before and granted in a whole other state right a state that I only visited once before I I seem to have that trend (laughs) visiting a state once and then deciding I'm gonna move (laughs) Oh my god, it's giving Mars and Aries energy, is it not? Guys, impulsive? Is she impulsive or is she impulsive? She is, right? But um, I literally remember being sat right here at this desk recording that episode and being so, so excited for that next chapter. I I literally had this, um, this little countdown thing on my phone. I downloaded this whole app to have a countdown on my phone to count down the days. And every time I would talk to my partner at the time, like, I'd be like... X, Y, and Z days left. (laughs) Like, I was so excited and so happy. And, you know, as even though that didn't work out, like, even though that relationship didn't work out and that chapter didn't work out, when I tell y'all, I was meant to go there, right? I was definitely meant to go there. I don't regret that at all. Sometimes I sit with it. And this is actually a question that's going to come up in the sleepover episode. Wink, wink. It's going to be tea in that episode, girl. So stay tuned. (laughs) Coming in January. Um, No, but I don't regret it because... I feel like moving to New Jersey was almost like a little stair stepper for me to go to Dallas because even though I didn't fully like outwardly admit it all the time deep down I I felt a lot of fear with the thought of living like going somewhere else you know what I mean and like going there with a partner made it easier because I was like okay I'm not going to be in this alone I'm moving away but I'm with this person that I love and we get to experience this thing you know this next chapter together and it was gonna be it was gonna be a time where even though I was going out on my own I wasn't alone so it made me less afraid and I I honestly don't know if I would have had the courage to move to Dallas by myself if I hadn't taken that leap to move to Jersey I on like I mean, you you never know when you look back, right? You can't you can't try to like predict another path. But when I think about the person that I was and I think about where I was and what I was used to and as much as I be, you know, changing things up, I'm very much a tourist. I'm very much I like routine. I like my specific surround like I like routine. I like consistency that makes me feel comfortable. Would I have taken such a big leap to move from Boston to Dallas without ever, one, having ever lived on my own, two, having ever lived in another state, three, having ever 
done things like having to pay rent and having you know to pay like other household bills and groceries and all these things like would I have made that leap I do not think so I honestly don't think so and I think that moving to Jersey as much as it it in many ways makes it seem like my relationship was like collateral damage for my destiny I feel like I had to move to Jersey with my partner in order to like get the courage and and build up the resources and build up the strength and resilience for me to say I'm I can go to Dallas by myself. And I also think that had I not done the move as impulsively as I did, like had I not been like, you know what, I'm going to Dallas next week. And like packed up all my my stuff and shit my car. Had I not done everything so, so, so impulsively, I don't know if I would have went through with it. Because sometimes when you have that urge to do something, especially when it's that hot like urge, like you know that feeling when you're like, I need to do this. And you know, like you just got to rip the bandaid off because if you don't, you're going to sit there and overthink it and then be like, nah, you know, X, Y, and Z could go wrong. If I had sat there and thought about all the ways that moving to Dallas could have gone wrong, girl, I would have never went. But I didn't do that. I didn't have time to overthink. I was too busy packing up my stuff. I didn't have time to overthink. I was too busy shipping the car. <laughs> like, I, there was no time. I made myself so busy with the process that it was no time to think about anything. It was just go mode. It was just do mode. And when I got there, that's when it really hit. Like, I remember getting there, like, walking in the apartment. I had landed. And it's crazy because when I got to Dallas, it was that day. I don't know if y'all heard about, like, that whole pileup on the, um... It was on one of the highways. It was, like, a really bad, like, ice storm or snowstorm. And the highways were, like, frozen over. And, um... It was a really bad accident. Like, a lot of people died and a lot of people were injured. That was the day that I got there. And I remember, like, you know... Even on my plane, my my flight was delayed because originally I was supposed to go, I think, a day or two earlier. My flight got delayed because of the, um, the snow and the storms. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com. 
slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And even on the day that I had to leave, they had to delay the flight again because they had to like de-ice the plane and all these different things. And I got there, took an Uber to my apartment. And um, I remember walking in the apartment and I had a couple of things that had been delivered. Like my mattress was there. Thank God my bed, you know, things worked out. Things worked out because yeah, everything came on time. Everything that I needed at least because I just needed like a bed to sleep. Right. And I walked in and um I was like, wow, like there's no going back. I mean, okay, here's the thing, right? I always say this, you're not stuck. If I had gone to Dallas and been like, I hate this place, I could have moved back, but I probably would have ended up moving back to my parents' house, to be quite honest with you, because the way I burned through cash (laughs) moving to Dallas, baby, it wasn't, the next option, had it not worked out, would have been right back to this basement, okay? But, um, and I also plan to do an episode for you guys on, all the details of like moving and all the logistics and all the things that's he into that but uh yeah I just remember walking in there and being like wow like I like like what it, like it hit when I had stopped when I was finally able to have a still moment when there wasn't any packing when there wasn't any running around at the airport and and you know trying to flag down my uber or my lyft rather and getting into the apartment and, and you know calling the electricity company all of these different things like when I finally had a moment to breathe and I was there like it really hit me and again that apartment didn't end up working out for reasons I don't know if I've ever talked about but I'll explain in that moving video I'll talk about that in that one too a moving video moving uh podcast episode but that gratitude I'm tell like the the way everything has worked out when y'all hear the way everything happened when I talk about it again I'm gonna break everything down in that episode you'll really see that like things happen for a reason rejection denial you know, the pivots on your path, the, the the feeling that you have to do something different to try another way or to do something out of the ordinary. It happens for a reason. And when you honor those nudges, when you listen, when you truly listen, even when you're so terrified <laughs> of making the move, like it pays off. And I just feel so blessed. So when I think about 2020 Deandra, Literally January 2020, I was, I lived here. I lived in Boston in my parents' house. To January 2023, the DeAndre who's like preparing to buy a house, like, do you see that? Do you, you know what I mean? And I, and I guarantee you, I'm gonna come back on here when I do buy the house. And I'm gonna talk about how the, the DeAndre in 2020 would never have, would n- never, would never be able to fathom the idea of purchasing a home by myself. Like, even now, I'm planning for it, and, like, there's a part of me, there's a huge part of me that's, like, it's it's in God's hands, because, honestly, there's a lot of stuff where I just have to have faith. 
if I'm meant to 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 secure property next year, it's gonna happen. If not, I won't be pressed. I'm I love my apartment, so I'ma stay there. I won't be pressed about it. And if it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. But like, even just the idea that I'm seriously in the process, seriously like contemplating such a a, a, a different or a next move like that. It just shows you the testament. It's like a testament to the growth, a testament to the the movement. So when I talk about, again, the one year, look at what's happened to me in three years, less than three years. Because we still in 2022 when I'm talking about this. <laughs> we still in 2022. And I'm talking about this. Like, do you see that? So where you are now, if you're not somewhere that you want to be, if you're somewhere where you're like, damn, I wish, you know, X, Y, and Z was different. This is not your your finish line. This is not where it ends for you. You feel me? Like this this is not where it ends for you if you don't want it to end here. Things can change so drastically in a year, two years, three years, four years, five years. I guarantee you in three years, you will look back at where you are now, especially if it's somewhere where you don't want to be, and you will be like, how the hell? <laughs> like, like you will feel that gratitude on a whole other level. Because I guarantee you, this is not this is not your finish line. And even if you're somewhere that you really like, like I'm in a place right now where I'm so grateful. Like I, you know, I have all these goals and all these things I'm trying to do and whatever. Like, you know, it's always growth. You feel me? It's always growth. Um, it's funny because I was like reading into a bunch of my astrology last night. Guys, I've been really getting into astrology like even more than usual. And even more than usual. Like more. Like what I'm saying is I'm diving deeper. Like I'm I'm researching more and more things. And, you know, call it confirmation bias if you don't believe in astrology. But I, I, I feel like most of y'all do who listen to the show. But when I tell you the way my needle chart is set up, <laughs> listen, there's a reason I'm so like, for lack of a better word, obsessed with my career and obsessed with career growth. There's a reason why I'm in a leadership position at my nine to five. There's a reason why I'm in a leadership position with manifesting. Like there's a reason. And it's literally written into my natal chart. Like when I break down some of the placements that I have, when I look at some of the planets that are in certain houses, you know, the rulers of certain houses in my chart, I'm like, it literally... It's, it's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence at all. It's like absolutely insane. Also, I want to tell you guys, surprise, surprise. Okay, this is a surprise because I'm like saying it now. Anyways, I want to start doing like an astrology series on the show. So look forward to that. I have so many cool things planned for 2023. <sighs> so many cool things. I just want to keep like, I want to keep following my creative whims. That's my thing. Like I've always been really hard on myself when it comes to content because I've always felt like it has to fit into a, a, a box in a neat way as much as I hate boxes I like felt like that because a lot of the business content or a lot of like branding content out there will tell you like pick a niche have this be your niche make sure that you're not doing anything outside of your niche and it's very it wants to make things very neat and orderly in order for your, you know, your target consumer to understand who you are and what you do and what service you provide and what value. And let me tell you something. I can't even talk. <laughs> Girl, let me tell you something right now. Your niche is you, especially if we're talking content. I mean, it's one thing that, you know, if you're like, if you're out there creating like pillows, 
and your business is like a pillow company and then all of a sudden like one day you start making like combs people gonna be like i mean you could link them together somehow but it might be weird people might be like but how why is like this pillow company selling combs all of a sudden it might be a little confusing to folks right but if you're like a human being and you're and your product is your content like it's you we are complex we are multifaceted we are multi-talented like who are you to tell me i gotta stick into this one little neat box baby what what box what one thing about me i'm claustrophobic what box no so i had to have that conversation with myself and i think i'm really just like you know this is about to be year four of manifest daily we're going into year four because i started this podcast january 2019 so we're going into year four and I'm finally feeling like more and more comfortable with following my creative whims. So if for me that's, you know, I'm not, I don't consider myself an astrologer, but I really like astrology and I want to talk about some of the things that I've learned through my journey with astrology and I want to talk about that and I want to sit here and and bring that information to you like yeah I could interview an astrologer and I have I have several episodes interviewing astrologers on the show I've talked to Julia and Nautica Flowers on um I had um Alice Bell on recently like I've had astrologers on the show and they I would consider them experts I'm not you know an expert but I'm not a novice either. (laughs) You know what I mean? So um, look forward to that. I just want to follow more creative whims. I also am really making sure to take note of everything you guys are suggesting for the podcast topics on like the giveaway entry thing. So pretty much all of the topics that y'all have suggested that I do for upcoming content, it's it's on the calendar. So if you suggested something, it's coming, right? It'll, whether it's, January or whether it's in September, I pretty much um, planned out content for the first quarter of next year. And I say planned it out, but I'm a I'm a I'm a like flexible type A person. Like I'll plan stuff out, but then then it changes up because this wasn't supposed to be today's episode. And here we are. Here we are. And also, this wasn't supposed to be this long without me putting a clip in here, girl. Y'all got me talking. Anywho, let me let me let me see if I can find a clip from from like 2020 and pop it in here so we could like take a little dive down memory lane real quick. <laughs> I want to just give y'all just like a breakdown of what has been happening in the last week, the last two weeks, because in the last episode, I left you guys off with a cliffhanger, kind of. I was like, I'm going to Jersey. I'm taking a little secret trip. So today I'm going to tell you guys what that trip was about and what is happening. So the big news is that I am moving out of my parents' house and into my first ever apartment in a little over a month. So it's probably going to be, I want to say six weeks from today actually I think it's exactly six weeks from today that I am going to be moving and it is official I'm actually as we sit here right now I'm waiting for the lease to come through I actually did like a bunch of other paperwork and stuff like that the guy who is supposed to be sending it to me from the the like building's office like he has been so just like not good with time he's like I'll send you this by end of day and like five days later (laughs) where's my forms 
I run me my papers, please. Thank you. Like, I'm trying to give y'all like mad money. Like, come on, run me my form. It is going to be actually completely official by the end of the day, but it is basically official now, which is why I'm recording this episode to tell you guys, because I didn't want to say anything before it was like a legit thing, because then it would be really awkward if I said it. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, wait, uh, cancel. So as you guys probably know, that was what the whole trip to New Jersey was about. So I actually went there and I saw the building. I met up with Carmen. Carmen, hi, if you're listening to this. Carmen and I started to follow each other on Instagram, I want to say like a year ago or a little over a year ago. And we became really good friends throughout through social media. And it was cool to actually meet her in person for the first time. She actually lives in the area. And we met up, we had lunch, we saw the building, we saw a bunch of units in the apartment. I found the one that I liked. It was so crazy. So it's been literally a week, actually probably almost two weeks at this point because I went on President's Day there. So it's been almost two weeks since I went for that trip. But the fact that so much stuff has happened in the last 13, not even 13, like 10 days, is insane to me. You know what I mean? Like, if you guys would have told me last year that I'd be preparing to move out, I would have looked at you a little bit sideways because at the time, everything in my current reality was not pointing to me being able to move out very soon. I barely had any money saved. I wasn't making a ton. And honestly, I was terrified at the thought of moving out, let alone to a different state. Within the last two months, literally the last two months, my plans have been accelerated, not just by inspired action, but also by divine guidance. And I remember I was jumping on last week's episode and obviously I didn't, at the time when I was telling you guys, oh, I'm going to Jersey, like I thought it was gonna unfold so differently. So remember how I was talking to you guys about the timeline in the last episode? So there wasn't like an official set timeline for me and Zedu to move. It's sort of been like very up in the air for a lot of things. And I think that's kind of something that worked out in our favor, like us being so open. For example, I'm not at a full-time job where it's like permanent. It's a contract thing. And so when it ends, I'm sort of free range. I can go wherever. And Sedu was always planning to move back here. And so his timeline is a little bit different than mine. So I'll be moving before him and I'll be there a little bit by myself first. But we sort of had this open timeline where we were kind of imagining like the fall. We were imagining that fall or like late summer was when we'd have enough money, was when we'd find an apartment was when we do all these things and for it to be February, literally February, and for us to have applied to this apartment and for me to be getting ready to move, like I'm literally packing, I'm literally buying furniture and all of these things. It's so crazy. Like I would not have imagined this happening so quickly at all, like at all. So that clip that you guys just heard was from an episode I released on February 28th, 2020, which is called Expansion. And in that episode, I outline how I manifested a move so quickly. And one of the things that you know, listening back to that episode that I hear and that you guys will probably hear all the time if you listen to this podcast a lot is that I'm always blown away by how quickly things happen when they're aligned. I'm just always blown away by that. And I feel like when people talk about, you know, quantum leaping, timeline jumping, how when they knew they knew, this is what they're talking about. This is what they're talking about. And like I said, I don't regret that decision. And I don't think that was the wrong decision. It didn't work out the way I thought it would. I thought, you know, I would move into this apartment with my partner, 
We would, you know, continue to get serious in our relationship, get engaged. We would um, get married, have kids like that. That was the plan. And so that was like our first step to kick off all the big plans that we had. And it didn't work out that way. But that doesn't mean that the decision was wrong. You saw how quickly things happened, how, you know, I was able to get the money together, even when we're in the middle of a pandemic, mind you, I gotten laid off for my contracting job. I, I don't think I mentioned it in that clip, but I was at a contracting job and it was at a travel company. And so obviously travel was in, like incredibly impacted by COVID. And so you know, my contract, which was supposed to end right around the time that I was going to move, ended a bit earlier because they just had to let contractors go. So here I am planning a move out of state, you know, barely any money. And like the way things came together and we we didn't struggle like in that time that we were in Jersey, we weren't we weren't, you know, struggling to eat, struggling to fund ourselves like none of that, none of that. And I'm so grateful for it. So things ended up working out really well. But I wanted to share that clip just because you know one of the cool things I hear people who talk about um like their YouTube career when they talk about YouTube they'll say how like having the vlogs to kind of go back and listen to is really cool because they can see like the memories and things like that and this is a, a similar thing for me like having basically an audio vlog being able to go back and be like oh wow this is when I worked here or this is when I did this or whatever and being able to like listen to those episodes I want to share that and I just want to remind y'all that like you're doing so much better than you think you're doing you're doing so much better than you think you're doing and just to be proud of how far you've come because I guarantee you again if you look at it from that you know that bigger picture that higher perspective you will see just how far you have come so the next clip that I want to share is from an episode called radiate and this was actually one of the top downloaded episodes this year in particular and in this episode I was talking about how to show up more confidently in life and the clip that I chose to include in this episode is a clip where I'm talking about taking yourself on dates. So let's go ahead and listen to that particular clip. Take yourself on dates and learn to be really comfortable with yourself. Okay, so I literally talk about this. Maybe, do I talk about this all the time? I mean, I don't know, but we talk about it now. So get with it. Okay, take yourself on dates. This is for everybody. This is if you're single, this is if you are in a relationship, if you're married, if you're figuring out what you want to do with dating, I don't care what your situation is. This isn't about your significant other. This isn't about a partnership with an other. This is about a partnership with yourself. Take yourself on dates. Take yourself on experiences. Treat yourself in a beautiful luxurious, amazing way, court yourself. What this does is this allows you to really remember and see your worth. Going back to the whole self-esteem, self-worth thing, sometimes when it comes to confidence, like we don't show up with that confidence because we don't believe that we are that bitch. Like we not really we're not really feeling like we are, you feel me? But the more that you start to have those experiences with yourself, the more that you start to treat yourself, the more that you start to court yourself, the more that you start to do these things for yourself, you start to be like, I'm really her. I'm really him. Like, what's up? <laughs> you feel me? And then you move with that energy in the world. I told y'all I went on this date with myself the other day. I always do like lunch or, you know, just random things like go into like the grocery store, obviously, you know, the grocery store is like whatever, or Target or the bookstore, things like that. So things that are kind of like low, low risk, if you will. <laughs> the thought of going on dinner or going out to dinner by myself was always a little anxiety provoking because at dinner, 
Meanwhile, this is a Friday night too. Y'all know Friday night dinner? Oh, everybody and their mama out. What you mean? Everybody out. They have they doing their dates. It's you know the end of the week. People trying to go out for drinks. We trying to celebrate. So like Friday night dinner. Oh baby, it's giving traffic. It's giving high capacity. <laughs> so I literally was like, this is going to be my challenge of the week. So I picked a time purposely that wasn't too late because I was like, uh-uh, I can't do an eight o'clock dinner. That's that's too risky. That's too crazy right now. Let me let me like bring it down a notch. I think I did like, what, six o'clock or 5.30, 5, 6, 5 or 6 o'clock, something like that. So anyways, I go out to the restaurant. I get there. Immediately I get there, I'm feeling better because it's not as full as I thought it would be. More people started coming in as I sat down and ate, but by that time I was comfortable. Like I literally had a beautiful chat with the wait- waitress. With a waitress, I had, I had a, gr- I had, I had a great chat with the waitress. We were chatting it up. She was, you know, giving me the recommendations for the rolls and the drinks and things like that. I had brought AirPods that day because I was like, okay. If anything, I could put on a podcast, I could put on a YouTube video, whatever. But I didn't pull out my AirPods once because I was really just trying to allow myself to be in that energy of like enjoying myself, like looking around, enjoying the food, enjoying the atmosphere, just vibing. And when I tell you my confidence throughout that entire thing went up, it started from the minute I left my house. And I actually started from before that, because one thing I did, I did my hair, I did my makeup, I put on a beautiful black dress, I put on heels, I put on perfume, I wore a cute bag. I was like, we getting dressed up for who? For me, period. I walked out the house. I went there. I drove there. When I tell you I walked up, I'm sure some people said, who's she, who she going on a date with myself? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and when I tell you, like, I walked in there, I was a little bit nervous. Like, they were like, oh, you want to sit at the bar? Because I think typically when you go to a restaurant by yourself, it can be easier to sit at the bar because a lot of times, like, you'll see more people who are, like, by themselves sitting at the bar. But I was like, I want a table. I want a table. So I sat at the table. Again, the whole thing was vibes. And the longer the dinner went on, the more comfortable I became to the point where when the by the time I was like getting close to finishing my meal the restaurant was packed there was a couple next to me with like a baby there was a couple on the other side of me but I didn't feel weird I didn't feel like oh my god I'm here by myself it's couples everywhere whatever whatever I was like should I order me another another lobster shoe my <laughs> is what I was thinking I was thinking about my food what you mean like I was really vibing that just goes to show like I went there I set the bar for myself I allowed myself to kind of go in and ease into it and by the time I was eased into it I had myself a drink I was really just courting myself enjoying my company my confidence went up and up and up throughout the dinner to the point where when by the time I was leaving and the restaurant was packed like I was feeling good I was so proud of myself I was so happy you know how I felt after that after that I felt like now if I ever do another dinner alone which I absolutely will like now I know I can do it it's almost like when you do something hard and when you have that experience the first time like you might go into it feeling like really scared really anxious really whatever after you kind of have that first experience and you're like oh that wasn't so bad your confidence goes up your confidence goes up you realize like I really deserve these things that I'm asking for in life I really deserve to treat myself in that way and other ways too especially if you are single I think this is even more important because it allows you to recognize the importance of the type of relationship the type of courtship that you're calling in if I could go out to dinner spend like the money I spent on myself for dinner that night have a beautiful time beautiful energy enjoy myself you think I'm out here trying to have some sort of like man come after me not even trying to court me properly why would I do that 
Why would I do that? So the more that you have these experiences with yourself, the more that you raise your own bar and your own standard for how you're treating yourself, the more that you command more confidence in your life and the more that you raise the standard and the bar for the relationships that you have in your life. Again, romantic, platonic, every type of relationship because you're like, no, I'm not finna settle for no nonsense because why would I ever do that when I could bring myself <laughs> to get sushi and lobster shumai? Absolutely not. So yeah, take yourself on dates and have fun. So I wanted to include that clip because I thought it was a really powerful clip to include simply because I feel like taking yourself on dates is such a beautiful self-care activity. Like I said, whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, you're married, you don't want to, you don't want a relationship, like whatever your status is, taking yourself out, allowing yourself to enjoy the fruits of your labor, allowing yourself to get dressed up, to treat yourself to something nice. Like it is such a beautiful experience. I remember when I moved to Dallas, like that was something that I didn't really do. It was partly because one, I didn't really know a lot of places and I was still kind of getting comfortable. But two, it was just always this awkward experience to like go out and do something like that by myself. So I was used to going to like coffee shops by myself and bringing my laptop. That's because I feel like we're so used to that, especially with the more and more people working from home now. Like you'll see people in a coffee shop with their laptop and it doesn't look weird and it doesn't feel weird. But I think sometimes when you go out to like a lunch or a dinner by yourself, you can start to feel like, oh my gosh, are people looking at me? Is it weird them by myself? One, no one cares. Two, if for some reason someone cares, they're probably just like seeing how much they admire your courage to do something like that because maybe that's something they want to do and they, you know, they're afraid to do it or whatever. Three, if they're judging you in any way, like respectfully, y'all know what I want to say to that person. So <laughs> respectfully, mind your business. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out.
When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. But now that I, you know, I've gotten used to my environment, I'm way more comfortable with where I'm at. I've been in the same neighborhood now for going on, um, is it going to be going on two years? Because I moved to this apartment August of, was it this year? No, it was last year. Yo, what is time? (laughs) I'm consistently confused about everything. Anyways, um, I've been in my neighborhood right now for a bit. So I'm out in like the, the, the north of Dallas. So kind of more out in the suburbs. And it's like, I just love it out there. But like, I feel comfortable, you know, going out for like dinner by myself or going out to lunch by myself. I actually made it a goal or I'm making it a goal for myself next year to put more focus into that because I kind of feel like I've fallen off in the last couple of months just with the holidays and the busyness of everything that I haven't really been prioritizing self-care as much and specifically my dates like going out on my dates so I want to make that a top 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 priority coming you know next year and I want to make sure that I'm one going out and exploring Dallas right going to like museums going to events things like that but also to really again allowing myself to enjoy the fruits of my labor I work really hard as much as sometimes I can be like oh I procrastinate and I feel like I'm not I know I work really hard and you know I like doing that so it's something where I like pouring a lot of myself into my work again look at my natal chart okay when we when we dive into the astrology series you'll see just how much of like you know my my like path in this particular life has to do with working but not necessarily like overworking myself but like working because I really enjoy my passion and being able to reap a lot of benefits from it that's kind of like my path in this life and I I'm not mad at it because it's giving very much luxury and you know we're here for that okay but I really just want to make sure that I'm not getting into a space where I'm working, working, working and not enjoying life, enjoying the fruits of my labor, like I said. So for me, that's going to look like, um, you know, going to a really nice restaurant like once a month at least and like making sure that if there's a new event or a new place opening, I can do that. I want to try different things. Like I'm really randomly interested in trying out like cryotherapy. I would love to... Um, get myself into a financial position whether it is probably after the house and my budget's a little bit more flexible to be able to add in a sauna membership to my budget to go to the sauna I remember I did like a weekly sauna thing at this one place Um, it was like an unlimited week or whatever and it was just so nice to go in there and bring my book and they had these cabins Um, it's called glow sauna in Dallas if you're I think I don't know I feel like they have other ones all across the country so you might have one in your state if you're not in texas but it's called glow sauna they have like pods and cabins and 
I did the the uh, unlimited weekly and I would go into the cabin, bring my book or I would like watch a YouTube video, like put on a 30 minute YouTube video and do a 30 minute sauna session while I'm in the pod, literally naked, just watching my video in like my private room. And it was just such a beautiful luxury experience. But I like stuff like that where it's just like really wellness oriented or food oriented, you know, one of the two. So really going to prioritize that for myself next year. And if you're someone who, you know, you haven't been prioritizing self care self dates things like that highly recommend that you add that into your um, list of goals or your list of priorities for 2023 so the next clip i have is from the episode called rich bit okay rich bit um and it is what is it let me look at it it's rich bit three mindset shifts to attract more abundance and other other something i'm hovering over it and for some reason it's not showing me the episode but that is the clip it's rich bit if you want to go listen to the full episode so let's hear the clip from that money is simply a tool money is neutral money is it is just what it is and so if you choose to take your money and you choose to go donate to charity or you choose to buy someone a meal or you choose to buy yourself a meal versus if you choose to donate to a cause that other people may not agree with or if you choose to use your money to buy something that other people may think is bad or to support something that other people may think is bad that is coming down to your intentions. That's not coming down to money being bad. So we literally have to get rid of this idea that money is evil, that money causes people to be evil, that money is like just an awful thing. Because if you think about it this way, if you believe that you are a good person, right? You literally think I'm a good person. I have good intentions. I want to help people. I want to help the world. I'm going to help the earth. Like all of these good things that you think about yourself. And subconsciously, you think that money is evil and you think if I get more money I'm going to become like x y and z person that I think is bad I I'm going to be one of the rich that the people want to eat if you start thinking that way what do you think is going to happen when it comes to you attracting abundance you are going to repel it because you think that you are good and you think that money is bad. So why, why on earth would it make sense for you to want to attract that thing into your life that you do not feel aligned with, right? So we have to start thinking of money as simply a tool. And we have to see that with this tool, we can do amazing things. Think about all the good things that you would do in the world if you had all the money that you could ever want or need. You could do a lot of good things. So I just wanna challenge you guys to like get rid of that age old idea that money is evil and that people who are rich are bad because that's simply not true. And another reason that you may be seeing a lot of those examples is because you do hold that subconscious belief. So naturally you are going to find examples in your life, in the world that reinforce what you believe. That's simple psychology. If you believe in something, you are going to always see examples of that thing coming to pass. It's basically reaffirming your beliefs. And so it's creating this like loop where you believe something, you see it. And so you're like, okay, there's my proof. There is, there it is. I thought that I believe that. And now I'm seeing it come to pass. So like it's reinforcing that belief even more. And the more that you believe money is evil, money is bad. People with money are evil. People with money are bad. And you see that in your world, you see that in your reality, it's going to reinforce that belief. So you almost have to like cut that loop. You have to cut that and stop it. Stop that habit loop. Stop that train of thought and really believe and really understand that money is simply just a tool. It is absolutely neutral. 
So that was one of my favorite episodes this year. So I'm glad y'all enjoyed it as well. That one is also available over on YouTube in video format if you did want to watch the video. But yeah, I think that clip speaks for itself. So I'm not going to speak too much on it. But again, understanding that money is simply a neutral tool and it is something that you could use to benefit other people, benefit yourself. And it doesn't have to mean that, you know, money is evil, money is bad. Yes, there are people who have a lot of money who do not great things, but that does not mean that the tool itself is a bad tool. So the last clip that I want to share with you guys is actually from the episode five more reasons you may not be living your best life. And I feel really passionate about this particular clip. In this one, I'm talking about societal timelines and familial timelines and the idea that you have to do certain things by a certain age in order to be deemed successful. This is something that in particular as a woman I know I've had a lot of experience with the idea that 30, you know, certain things have to be accomplished by the age 30. And as much as I know, logically, like I know if I'm 35 or 37 and that's when I meet my person or that's when my career really takes off or that's when I have kids, if I choose to have kids, like I know it's okay. There's something still there as a 28 year old woman that when I think about the fact that I am nearing 30, that makes me feel a little bit panicked and makes me feel a little bit behind. It's something that's so ingrained in discourse in society, so ingrained even in the the discourse within my family that I struggle to, again, as much as I know logically, you know, there is no right and wrong time there is no you know if I don't do this by this age I'm not a successful person like there is really none of that there it's all just these made-up concepts like as much as I know that logically it's still really hard to let go of and I talk about that in this clip in particular now there's another episode I want to reference this one did not make the top 10 but if you haven't listened to this one I highly highly recommend it because it kind of goes hand in hand with this and it's the episode I recorded called uh, I believe it's called motherless or child free I think it's child free I think I just said child free not motherless but um I highly recommend listening to that episode I would not in particular uh identify as a child free well, I guess technically I'm child free because I don't have a child but you know what I mean like as a person who has 100% decided she doesn't want to have kids but it is something that I went from like I want to have five kids for sure to now I don't know if I want to have kids, which for me, that was one of the big identity shifts that I went through this year that is that left me really confused and left me questioning a lot of different things about who I am and the life that I want to have and also the kind of partner that I want to have. Because if you if you don't want kids and you are a woman, that's going to impact the kind of partner that you attract or the kind of partner that you you end up with because you're going to have to end up with someone who also doesn't want kids or ideally you would want to end up with someone who doesn't want kids as well. So it's kind of put a lot of things into question for me and it is kind of a, a bit of a confusing time. Um, you know, very fitting as I am nearing my Saturn return. We love this for me. But I highly recommend you go and listen to that episode as well, especially if you identify as a woman and that is something that you are in the middle of questioning or asking yourself if you truly want. That episode, I think, goes hand in hand with this. But let's go ahead and listen to this clip from Five More Reasons You May Not Be Living Your Best Life. 
reason that you may not be living your best life is that you are stuck trying to adhere to societal timelines or possibly familial timelines that are basically making you think that if your life isn't going a certain way, if you aren't doing a certain thing by a certain age, then you are behind. I think I might have like touched on this a little bit in the first version of this type of episode, the first like five reasons that you're not living your best life. But I really wanted to come back to this one because I've been seeing so much stuff online, which really touches on this particular subject and topic. The closer that I get to 30, the more that TikTok on my For You page keeps pushing me videos about women who are in their early 30s or who are nearing 30 and who are single, perhaps they literally are just not even in a serious relation. Oh, Obviously they're not in serious relationship. I just said they're single. Y'all get the vibes, okay? Listen, I told you I'm thirsty, okay? <laughs> so they may just not be in this position that they thought they would be in by the time they were 30. As a woman, we are subjected to so many different conversations and topics that surround our biological clock. So people are constantly being like, you know, do you have kids? When do you plan on having kids? If you're single, people are looking for you to be in a relationship. They're looking for you to be married. If you're married, people are looking for you to pop out some kids. If you have at least one child, Child, they're looking for you to pop out a second child, a third child. Our society really places a lot of women's values in our relationships to other people. So it's less about you being this individual woman, less about you showing up as yourself and more about you showing up in relation to another. Are you a mother? Are you a wife? Are you a caretaker of some kind to someone else? Because femininity, I think has been in some conversations reduced to caretakership. And that is not the definition of femininity by any means. Of course, the divine feminine, I have an episode on this called Dual. If you haven't listened to that one, I talk about masculine and feminine energies and sort of like the way that all of us present with both of those energies and the way that it's about balancing those energies and not necessarily allowing yourself to only sit in your feminine and absolutely give up your masculine, especially if you identify as a woman in this world. I think it's just so interesting the way that we literally reduce women's identities to how we are performing or taking care of someone else. And that is very, um, what is the word reductionary? Am I making that up? I may be making that up. I feel like it sounds like it could be a word though. So if it's not a word, Webster dictionary insert it today. Okay, they're inserting all types of words into the dictionary these days. So maybe reductionary, okay? It's very reductionary. So the older that I get and the more that I see these conversations, the more that it becomes apparent that as a woman nears a huge milestone such as age 30, there becomes this incredible, incredible societal pressure that's placed upon her to really get her shit together. And also if you are a male and you're listening to this, I know I have like some male listeners, so I don't want to isolate only the woman. This is definitely something that happens with men as well, where once you're nearing 30, there's a lot of pressure for you as well to find a partner, to settle down, to have a really, you know, what society would deem as a decent job, a decent income to make sure that you are that caretaker, that provider. So we have so many of these layers labels and so many of these timelines that are ascribed to us when we enter into the world of adulthood and there's so much pressure and a lot of times like you may not be living your best life especially if you find yourself really sitting with those timelines and feeling as if you're a failure. I have dealt with a lot of these feelings like all the time especially when it comes to my birthdays like again the older that I get the more that I'm like oh okay another year I'm not married I don't have kids and you know my friends are getting engaged and my friends they're having babies and all of these different things are happening and I feel stagnant the more that I've had to redefine what success looks like for me as I get older so so as much as I want to be 
a wife one day, I've stopped placing a lot of my sort of like meaning of life in that particular label and in that particular identity. And I've started to look at the different things that I've been able to accomplish in my life and really like allowing myself to celebrate those things, to sit with those things. They may not be the societal norms of, again, marriage and kids and a certain job title and having a house and whatever other thing that your particular culture celebrates by a particular age or by a particular timeline. But I know that I'm looking at my life and I feel good about where I am. I feel proud about where I am. If I look back to where I was two, three years ago and I look at where I am now, I know that I've had a lot of tremendous growth within that time and I'm proud of that. Really sit with that and ask yourself, like, are there particular timelines or particular things that you are really stressed about that you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself to do and achieve and be because of society? And if you wanna be those things, like again, like I said, I wanna be a wife one day, but I've stopped placing so much emphasis in, I need to be a wife by 30. Not all of that is within my control, right? There's another person involved in a marriage. This is not just a me thing. It doesn't have to do with like when I feel ready and when I wanna settle down. It has to do with finding the right person for me that wants to settle out at the same time as me. And it's such a complex thing that it's really hard for me to say, okay, if I'm not married by the age of 30, I'm a failure because literally those two things don't have to equal one another. So yeah, if you're placing a lot of pressure on yourself to achieve a certain thing by a timeline, ask yourself, is that your timeline or is that society's timeline? Is that your family's timeline? Or is that a timeline that you created because of society or your family? And really sit with that and just know that if you don't achieve certain things, certain milestones by a certain age, it does not mean that you're a failure. As long as you're working towards that, as long as you are in the right mindset, the positive mindset, it will happen it will come especially again if you're working towards it and you really want it but it's okay if it doesn't happen on a particular timeline and there may be a reason that that thing hasn't unfolded and happened for you just yet and it might be because there's something better in store something that is gonna happen before that or it's gonna unfold in a certain way that you may not imagine that it could but it might be the most absolute beautiful way that it unfolds in your life my love so that is going to be today's episode this is part one of the recap so next week i will have a few more clips for you guys and a few more different little insights of things that i've talked about in 2022 and things that i have learned this year i really hope you enjoyed this episode i also hope you're enjoying your holiday season i cannot believe it is already like the middle of december again every time i talk about time and i talk about how wild it is that we are where we are in the year it just reinforces the idea that like time is just going to keep on moving and so if there is something that you want to do if there's something that you want to experience if there's something that you want to have and you have the ability to take inspired action on that thing there there's no reason to wait unless i mean you have a legitimate reason to wait but <laughs> there is really no reason to wait take the leap do the thing um one of the things that i talked about kind of i think in another episode was how um i've always wanted to like launch merch but i kind of held myself back because i thought i needed help to do it and when i had the whole issue with my last podcast network and i was able to finally get out of that contract early thank god and you know now I'm with a new network and things are a bit more smooth sailing now i realized like i didn't need that partner to 
go on and create the merch and that is something i'm super excited about so i think i have like an ad thing that plays at the beginning of this episode so you guys should know merch is launching on january 1st but if you don't know merch is launching launching it's not launching it's launching it's launching on january 1st so i'll have it linked below when it's time and y'all can get your hands on that it's going to be a limited drop thinking of doing a drop every two months or every quarter possibly probably going to be every quarter so it's going to be limited i'm probably going to do three different releases of it and then after that it's gone those designs are gone and they're not going to come back so make sure to get your hands on it if you have wanted merch i think the designs are really cool and if you guys have any particular feedback or things you would like to see i will try to make it happen um and yeah so my loves thank you so much for being here i hope you have a beautiful beautiful rest of your week and i will chat with you in the next episode happy holidays my loves Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.